Hello and welcome to Nick's Knack for Neologism's episode 34, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered winsome, ignominious, hawking, bamboozle, and licentious. And in this episode, we're covering preternatural, chimerical, and incantation, three words that all have kind of a magical feel to them. I figured, you know, Halloween is coming up. We ought to stay in the spirits of the holiday and do some Halloween words. So here they are. All right, so let's get on to our first word, which is preternatural. It is spelled P-R-E-T-E-R-N-A-T-U-R-A-L, preternatural. Some people like to pronounce it preternatural, but I think that kind of sounds pretentious. So I just say preternatural, but I don't actually ever use this word except for in a podcast. So, but anyhow, preternatural, it's an adjective and it means out of the ordinary course of nature, exceptional or abnormal, preternatural powers, outside of nature, supernatural. So really preternatural and supernatural are synonymous. I don't really see a difference in the two words, nor do I really understand why we have two words that mean the same thing, but we do. So that's cool. Preternatural has the prefix preter in it, which means beyond or more than or by or past. So you can see why if you go beyond the natural or more than the natural, you get something that's kind of supernatural, hence the word preternatural. Our mnemonic for this word is we're going to take out the R in preternatural, and we're going to say Peternatural, and we're going to think of Peter from Spider-Man, with all his magical powers. But if you're like me, you're gonna think of Peter from Peter and the Pan. That's more of like my generation type thing. Plus I think Peter Pan was a lot cooler. Just more magical. I don't don't really like Spider-Man, I'm gonna be honest. Something about Spider-Man just, that guy annoys me. I don't know why Spider-Man annoys me, but he does. And Peter Pan, I just think he'd be cool to hang out with and we just go like have a fantastical time somewhere, so. But you know, you'll, you'll pick your Peter, I'll pick mine. And then that'll be our mnemonic for Preternatural. Seeing a penguin in the desert seemed very preternatural to the amazed onlookers. A preternatural friendship between the cat and the mouse developed over time. He presided over the preternatural creation of 30 million new jobs and the sharpest rise in median incomes in a generation. Arnold Schwarzenegger is adept at disguising his true feelings beneath the mask of preternatural calm, but he was suddenly doubly alert. Her hearing became preternatural, and the big muscles in her quads and pecs and shoulders got a fiery feeling like dancing while standing still. And, you know, this is the way it is with everything. This is a certain kind of um, almost preternatural uh, unflappability uh, through which he conf- seems to confront everything. At least that's his public face. His firm and precociously shaped nose united with the expression on his large, dark, almost Latin eyes to give him an air of quasi-adulthood and well-nigh preternatural intelligence. So that's the word preternatural. Our mnemonic was preternatural, and it means supernatural. All right, let's move on to our next word, which is chimerical. This is another word that, of course, has to have multiple pronunciations. You've got chimerical, 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 all sorts of different pronunciations. So you have to pick one that you like. This is another word that I never use, but I think it's a cool word. I just think it looks cool, so I like it. Chimerical, C-H-I-M-E-R-I-C-A-L, chimerical, C-H-I-M-E-R-I-C-A-L. And it is an adjective. 
and it means unreal, imaginary, visionary, a chimerical terrestrial paradise. It can also mean something that's wildly fanciful or highly unrealistic, chimerical. So when I think of the word chimerical, I just think of something that's kind of like of a fantasy world. Just think, I just think of fantasy. Our mnemonic, the way we're going to remember this is we're going to say chimerical. Chimerical almost sounds like chimerical. Chimerical. Very close, right? So we'll think of a miracle and then we'll be like, oh yeah, miracles are kind of supernatural. They're kind of fantastic. And that will cue us into the word's definition. My delusional aunt lives in a chimerical world where she is a queen with a hundred servants. When Carla came out of her daydream, she realized her date with the famous singer had been a chimerical event. Jessica has decided to attend the Halloween party dressed as the chimerical creature known as a unicorn. Although my grandfather was never in the military, he enjoys telling chimerical stories about his many wartime battles. And you know what that reminds me? There was a movie I watched, God, it must have been 10, 15 years ago. I think it was called Big Fish. If any of you guys have seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But that movie, it's about this elderly man who I think is demented and maybe he's on his deathbed and he's recounting all these fantastical stories to someone and they've just heard so many of these stories are kind of fed up with it. But my God, they're just crazy stories. And those stories, if you guys have seen the movie, those stories definitely remind you of chimerical stories. Chimera is a fire-breathing monster with the head of a lion, the body of a goat, and the tail of a snake. It is, in short, something that blends multiple species and thus cannot possibly exist in reality. No theoretical checks could save the country. Without, quote, virtue in the people, even liberty itself would be, what he said, a chimerical idea, a fiction. Homo sapiens was fatefully prone to short-term thinking. Even when confronted by data, it could only imagine the near-term future, a few years at best, viewing the long-term as a chimerical and unreal state. And ultimately, they're reducible to a purely chimerical idea of the pure idea that somehow exists outside of language. All right, so that's the word chimerical. We'll think of a miracle, and that'll cue us into the word's definition. Let's move on to our next word, which is in incantation, incantation, I-N-C-A-N-T-A-T-I-O-N, incantation, I-N-C-A-N-T-A-T-I-O-N, incantation. It's a noun, and it means the chanting or uttering of words purporting to have magical power. A spell or a charm, magical ceremonies, magic, sorcery, or, I found this out this morning when I was looking this word up, Repetitious wordiness used to conceal a lack of content, obfuscation. How weird is that? I've never heard the word incantation used synonymously with the word obfuscation or to conceal a lack of content. So if you're like pissed off and you're using repetitious words, you are incanting. I don't really know if that's a word, you guys. Incanting? I don't actually know if there's a verb for incantation. You are incantationalizing. That's what you're doing. So how cool is that? I think that's a very loose definition. I don't honestly think you're going to see the word incantation used like that. And when I was doing my research this morning, I never found one usage of the word that would fit that definition. But still, I think that's kind of cool. So we'll think of incantation. We'll just think of uh, like a spell or a curse. That's what I think of. 
incantation. You think of those people who are who are around a fire, and they're what's the word I'm looking for? And they're using gibberish, and they're trying to invoke some sort of magical spirit. That would be an example of incantation. Our mnemonic for this word is we're going to say enchantation. Enchantation almost has the word chant in there, which is kind of cool because that makes it really easy to remember. Just think of people chanting, you'll think of incantation. As the wizard uttered his incantation, the white clouds in the sky turned black. According to the legend, there is no incantation that can awaken the sleeping princess. With a short incantation, the sorceress turned the arrogant prince into a frog. The enchantress used an incantation to make the man of her dreams fall in love with her. They tried to use the name of the Lord Jesus in their incantation, saying, I command you in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, to come out. His curses were an incantation against too much humility, and the prayers pleaded with the Virgin to make the mosquitoes go away. Or you could stop and go, what did you just yell, you warlock? How did you know the incantation that opens up the pink and perfect cave of mystery? That so-called shebang, like the fairly cryptic incantation that says, find PHP and then run it on my code here. All right, so that's the word incantation. Our mnemonic was enchantation. Let's go through our three words quickly here, and we'll see if we can remember their definitions. So we had... Preternatural as our first word, preternatural, and I told you guys about how much I loved Peter Pan, and everyone knows that Peter Pan could whoop Spider-Man's ass. Let's just get that out of the way, right? All right. So we thought about Peter and how Peter all of what I guess you should just name your kid Peter and they'll have supernatural powers. That's what we're learning. And we remembered that preternatural meant supernatural. Then we moved on to chimerical. And our, our mnemonic was chimerical. We thought of miracles and the miraculous. And we're like, oh, right. Something that is highly unrealistic is that which is chimerical. And then we had incantation. And we thought about chanting, people around a fire chanting, enchantation, incantation. And that's just a spell, sorcery, wizardry, things of that sort. So that sums it up for Nick's Knack for Neologisms for episode 34. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I want to give a quick shout out to Tammy Wang 9 a user on iTunes. Tammy Wang, I'm guessing you had to throw that 9 at the end of your name because Tammy Wang, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 were all taken. So you're like, I'm going to throw in Tammy Wang 9. Or maybe 9 is just your, maybe that's your favorite number. My favorite number is seven, not that that matters. But Tammy Wang said, very helpful podcast. I'm studying for the GRE right now and I'm so happy this podcast exists, exclamation mark. It can be tiring to flip through flashcards over and over again. Having an audio to listen to is a great way to add some variety to my study. Nick's examples and storytelling are very helpful with remembering definitions. Thank you so much, Tammy, for your review on iTunes. And yes, I, I know what it is like to have to flip through many flashcards. Back in the day before software that, uh, what are they called? Space repetition software like Anki existed. I used to use the old fashioned flashcards for my words. I probably had, I'm not joking. I probably had a stack and I counted them. It had to be been anywhere between a thousand to 1500 
stacks of vocab words that I came up with. And first I used a, what did I do? First I found a book back in the day. God, I must have been like 17 or 18 years old. I found a book with big words in it. And I started memorizing those, doing the flashcard, word on the front, definition on the back, and a few usages on the back. And I had all the pronunciations out because that seemed to kind of help me remember them. And then what happened from there? And then I just started to read more. And I think what got me into it is I had read a book that I really liked and half the words I didn't know. So I was sitting there reading the book and a dictionary at the same time. And I was like, you know what, dude, you really should boost your vocabulary. Not like, like for example, you guys, I didn't know words like, let's see, let me think back. Some words that I didn't know. Uh, okay, how about the word contemptuous? I had no idea what that word meant, contemptuous, what else? Um, apprehension, I didn't know what apprehension meant. The word contempt, I didn't know what the word contempt meant. And so it's crazy to think how much my vocabulary has grown since I was in high school and I've, I just started reading so much more and I think that super helps is, is reading a lot. So I hope my podcasts are helpful for you guys and I hope your vocabulary is expanding as well. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on episode 34.